Welcome to the Afterwatch with Lavar and Phil. Welcome back to the Afterwatch. You're listening to that podcast where we talk about movies and TV shows, that full spoiler conversation you have after you watch something you love or hate. I'm Phil. I'm LeVar, and we're here with a very special guest, Phil. Who, who is it? You don't know who it is? Uh, t- tell me. Today, today's special guest, we've kidnapped him from outside. His name is Joel from the Sixth Sense Report. Put your hands together. Woo! <laughs> Joel Jeezy. <laughs> What's up, Joel? What's up? What's up? How you doing? I'm doing well. All right. Good. Good. I'm I'm excited to be here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> first, what is it? Uh, long time listener, first time caller, sort of. Yes, yes, yes. There you go. Long time listener, first really time caller. Participants. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. First. Our first guest. Yes. Yes. Finally. Yes, yeah, finally. finally. Someone decided to come through. All right. <laughs> Two seasons, 50 episodes later. First guest. Yes. Uh, and again, he's from the Sixth Sense Report. And uh, tell us a little bit about Sixth Sense Report, real quick. Uh, shout out to Darnell. Shout out to Darnell. Uh, Sixth Sense Report. Which, uh, I mean, we have a pretty good punchline, which I'll probably brutalize if I try <laughs> to say it right now. But it's uh, something like intellectually honest conversations about issues that affect Canadians. Beautiful. So I'm all about the economics. Uh, I mean, Darnell has got the economic opinion as well. Uh, Darnell is probably the theological beast. And I obviously have some biblical worldview perspectives as well. Uh, and then just overall, uh, you know, personal perspectives on things. And you're up to how many episodes now? Uh, I think this Friday comes out. It's a 56th episode. 56 episodes. Okay. Yeah. So, so I mean, you guys are, you know, pumping past us lately, <laughs> but... Uh, I think we're at 56 also. No, yeah. we're, we're going to be 58. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. my bad. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's two episodes. Yeah. You okay. hit 50, I think, right before we did, so... But check out their episode. We'll talk more about it near the end as well. But check out their check out their um, their episodes on Podbean yeah. and anywhere. Pretty yeah, much. I mean everywhere. And all uh, of your podcast purveyors. Yes. Yeah. And if you know how to use an RSS feed, you can figure it out if it's not on yours yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's just jump right into it. So, Joel, we have you in for for two episodes. This episode we're going to be talking about Stranger Things season three. Yes, sir. <laughs> yep. And so, and as you pointed out before we start recording, I don't think Phil and I really dug in deep about Stranger Things. We have discussed it, though. Yeah, probably. <laughs> hot takes. Hot takes. You know, hot takes. Uh, we should probably keep track of these things. Yeah, so <laughs> we, we have talked about it briefly, but uh, since you're the guest and you're your first time here, I want you to share your initial thoughts on season three. Stranger Things overall and uh, season three in particular. Uh, well, I was definitely... High anticipation. I mean, I wasn't even really expecting a season three. I kind of finished season two kind of like, okay, that's it. Like, I I almost thought it was done. Right. Um, And I mean, I'm not too much into like, oh, you know, start Googling right away the next season. When's the release date? That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, And there wasn't really any teasers that there was another season coming. Mm. At least not that I picked up. Um, But as soon as I found it out, I was like, "Uh, yeah, I'm going to be binge watching this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, my wife watched the first like two episodes of season one and she was like, I'm done. I'm like, oh, (laughs) it's all mine. Yeah. yeah. um, So, yeah, I've I've really, really enjoyed season one and two. Like, Mm -hmm. it was, uh, I don't know. You made a comment about like, you remember how you felt. And well, season for season one, it's it because it started off as a murder mystery, right? Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was it was compelling to me. It was interesting. It was very dark and gloomy. Those first few episodes, I think it's what eight up, no six eight, eight episodes, eight. right? 
And so I remember feeling like, oh, this is like a dark murder mystery thing. I didn't know there was going to be supernatural monster stuff coming in halfway through the through the season, which was an interesting, cool twist and it flowed nicely as the season progressed. So that season one, I think it was a solid season. Yeah. It was nice. Season two, it was good. Yeah. I don't remember half of it, to be honest with you, but I do remember um, liking certain characters more and not liking other characters Uh so who didn't you like? I didn't like in the first season. I'm going to pull up the names because I don't remember everyone's name right now off the top of my head. Uh, but it would be... Uh, I don't remember his name. That's going to bother me. But The cop? No, the cop I liked all the way through. The cop I liked all the way through. Uh, Will's brother? Will's older brother? Will's older brother, I didn't mind as well. I liked everybody. It's, it's out of the four core. So, oh, okay, okay. I thought, uh, not Will, but Will's friend. I uh, mean, the main, the, the main character in season three? Sort of main character in season three? Sorry. This is what I didn't like first, first, uh, first season. Lucas. Okay, you didn't like I Lucas. I didn't like Lucas first season. And I didn't like, um, not Will, but um, Will's friend, man. Mike. Mike. Oh, Mike. Mike. Oh, yeah, Mike. Okay. Yeah. Mike. Oh, okay. In yeah. season one, you didn't like him. I didn't like Mike. I didn't like um, Lucas. Lucas. I liked Lucas more in season two. Love Lucas in season three. Okay. Mike, I didn't like all the way through. I still don't like him. <laughs> no, I I like Mike, and I like Luke. I like Lucas all the way through. Mm, yeah, he, he had the most interesting. Luke, Lucas was annoying season one. Lucas didn't do much in season three season until two, the end. In season two, he didn't do much. Season... Did Tree Lucas like Finn in Star Wars, Last Jedi, <laughs> in season three? <laughs> Is this going to be a recurring theme? I think so. But um, but yeah, so the, the certain characters I liked more and, and grew on me, but one thing that stood out for me in season two was when they kind of exercised oh. the demons out of uh, out of Will. Hmm. That that whole thing was good. One thing I noticed, though, Will's brother is absolutely useless. Yeah, in season two, he's... absolutely. In season three, I don't know. Was he there? Season three? Yeah, yeah, he was. There. I didn't notice. Yeah, he is kind of whatless. Absolutely worthless. Bigger brother I've seen in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I, this man has no use. This man, no, he has no use. You saw him in season one. He couldn't use a gun. Couldn't use a bat. His girlfriend had to help him all the way through. Uh, same thing. He he didn't think much in season two. In season three, he didn't. He did. He did even less. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was just like it was. Will's brother is uh, Nancy's boyfriend, yes. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or yeah. eventually Nancy's boyfriend. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought he he had a better role in the first season. First, like, yes, first yes, season. He right? Had, he like developed, he, yeah. Yeah, and then you're right. Like, he kind of just, like, faded to the back. And right. it was all more, way, especially season three was way more about Nancy. Yeah, right? yeah. Right? Which, I mean, fine. No big deal. But right. season two, it was like, he was the hero at the end of season one. Yep, and yep. he just, like into nothing yeah he's just gone disappears but granted i would say i don't think any of the older characters stood out in season two like it almost became way more focused on the like four and l yes 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 right it did it did become a lot more focused on l and even um like even uh on uh jim and jim hopper as well too Focus on him quite a bit as well yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Because first season, season, first season, I really liked the Stranger Things, just like the nostalgia to to the eighties and and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. I thought that was really cool and just now the so, score. I think really helped with that. Yeah, like it just. Here's the thing. It's it's funny when you're going through all the seasons and you start recognizing song. I think I'm probably the oldest person at the table, but 
<laughs> he started recognizing songs from these. Oh, oh, I know that. Oh, Corey Hart. Oh, snap! They have Corey Hart. You yeah. know all these different songs and things. You know Madonna. You fine. Yeah, Michael Jackson. Fine. Whatever. Whatever. But even it's just the but sound. Yeah, the yeah, sound. Like yeah. overall sound, right? Is right. I know you're talking about particular songs, but yeah. like that sound where you're like, you know, for. I'm assuming for all of us, it was kind of before our time, but yeah. it was still like the fl- you kind of had the flavor of it still coming yeah, through. Yeah, true. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, point. Yeah. So, so there's that nostalgia, but it's almost like not really a nostalgia for us, but you're kind of, you're, it's pulling you back, right? Pulling you back so, to those yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. That's true. No, That's no, true. definitely. I thought that really played a lot with me for this season. And, and it's just a first season and just a lot of suspense and stuff like that, which I thought was really cool and introducing kind of like the, the mystical elements in terms of like the, the underground underneath the, the dungeon down. the dungeons upside and dragons down. yeah essentially yeah yeah, yeah yeah right that, i thought that was really cool well it's funny because like i remember as a kid like you know growing up a christian family they're like you know dungeons and dragons like yeah. just having this like overly like that's devil worship almost like yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and i was just like oh that's in the show oh <laughs> yeah like i didn't know what to think when it like it like popped up in yeah, season one yeah. it was like I don't know what I'm supposed to think about that. Yeah, I'm like yeah, yeah, being drawn back right. to when I'm like 10 and being told like, don't ever play this game. Right, right, right. So. It's funny. I did play, used to play role-playing games when, but we did like, we used to play role-playing games, not Dungeons and Dragons specifically, but you know, like. It's uh, actually popular again to have a TV series about Dungeons and Dragons, like playing it. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, we'll yeah. cover that in our next no, podcast. I I, oh, okay. We're not? <laughs> oh, all right. I see. I see. I see. So out of season one and two, which one's better? Well, one. season one. <laughs> One easily. I didn't even talk about season two. I didn't, I didn't even bring it up. Like, yeah. so what I, was, I like the feel of season two. I liked it, really? but I thought I did like the feel okay. of it. I don't remember I did the feel like, of it. Just like um, how they tried to make Elle a little bit older, like is a little bit darker, oh, like yes. a darker you know '80s vibe. Yes, you know, I thought that was cool. Like going to Chicago, like that sequence and stuff. Like I didn't that. like that. You didn't like that. I didn't, I, my issue was because it was nine episodes for the second season. Yep. I remember, right? And she went off to find her mother. Yeah, and that whole that one episode where she meets with the another telepath. Right. And I thought that episode did nothing. If it was a standalone episode, I would have liked it. Like if it was just something like like a extra thing, like a like thing. If they had released it as like a prequel as mid like just a one off. Yeah. I've been good. I would I would have liked it. If they have tied anything from that episode, like that character into season three, I said, Okay, I, that would have justified its, its existence. Right. It didn't. It doesn't. Doesn't really. I mean, anything. other than like, it does try to like develop her character a little yeah, bit and give her backstory that yeah. like you can't like to some extent. I want to say you can't really get. It's funny because I'm thinking as I was coming talking yeah. thinking about this whole series, I was like, is there any filler episodes? Because like I always have the. Do you remember Breaking Bad? Yeah. Though, yeah. like, yeah. there's a notorious filler episode of like when the fly is in the thing. Oh, I, I love that episode. No, but like I don't know why. To me, that is like the pinnacle of a filler I, right? have, I it, haven't watched Breaking Bad I'm sorry oh, okay. Okay. It, it, well, it is we'll just have a conversation and yeah, we'll no, come yeah, back yeah, to yeah, it yeah, yeah. Um, it is pinnacle of a filler but but it's done in such a way that it's oh like, it's entertaining yeah, it's I was so it was it was a good episode yeah, 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 yeah. but I, you know now that you say that like yeah okay I can see your point that like to some extent I don't want to call it a filler episode but it does have this like standalone esque well it did fit within the series I don't think the second se- season was written as well as it could have been, but it, they did need that time with uh, with um, 
with Elle away. Because, like, that second series is them establishing that relationship between Jim and Elle, basically. Her, him becoming her father, yeah. basically, right? And, you know, they have to kind of get into it. They're trying to get used to each other. And then they part ways. And But she really actually parts ways. She goes to a different place, finds people like herself. I don't mind that. I yeah. don't mind her parting ways. I don't mind her finding people like herself. Yeah. It's just when you kind of shove it in mid-season yeah. and then you don't take it anywhere yeah, afterwards. It what was the point of it, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it seemed like it's just, oh, we need to do this thing real quickly. Let's just do it and solve this mystery here or there and introduce another person and then move on again. Well, I think well, and just... the funny part is it's the only season with nine episodes. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. And, and this is the kind of com- common complaint Phil and I usually have with the, say, the Marvel Netflix shows is that they run on for too long. Yeah. And we only say that because there's like a good two to three episodes that are worthless. Yeah. Luke Cage, half of Iron Fist, whatever it is, it's just (laughs) (laughs) this worthless. So I would have said, because you were mentioning how they wanted to put more backstory to her, which is fine, but I think that could have been seeded out throughout the rest of the season in some way, or even wait the third season to reveal more of her her, her story. It's just like a missing emphasis. Like the stronger things in the second season were... Was that like time trying to build that relationship between Jim and L? I felt that stuff was actually that was the, no that was actually a redeeming thing in mm-hmm. that season for me. Yeah, right? I mean, L to me, like season two was was all about L. Yeah, like right. and really just true, her true. character just Very coming into her own and right. you know really learning and like falling in love with her character as like the hero. Yeah, right. I think that's right, the one right. thing that I will say about the about that mid mid um, episode is that. Taking on more of an identity. Yes. Exactly. Being more of an individual. Changing up her style a little bit. So when she came back, she's kind of punk, yeah. rock, 80s <laughs> stuff. So that was actually kind of cool. The fact she went away, experienced something, and it changed her, and she came well, back. That's the, a, only, that's a many- the only criticism of that is that it almost then happens again in season three with that, like, with her and Mike's like break up and like you know the same type of yeah. thing that you're as you're saying this yeah. i'm like yeah that happened in this season what are you talking like, so did you have us wait to season three then to do all that speaking of season three i i thought it's a good ending if 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 stranger things stops that's a good ending that's a good place to stop oh except yeah. that they've teased yeah something's yeah. coming next right? but it, yeah i think they did a, a great job like ending season three I th- yeah i think i agree with you they could end it like right there yeah, exactly. if they hadn't thrown the teaser in yeah. and it yeah. kind of just like resolved, right? I would have been fine with it because I was I, to some extent you walked away being like, I want more, right? But I'm satisfied, satisfied. exactly. Right. But like, like, have you seen Daredevil on Netflix? Uh, I've I watched the first two seasons. I wa- and I started watching the others, and I was like, I don't really like these, but I, I want to get back into Daredevil. The third season is really good. Yeah, yeah. I think same, I've seen like a couple episodes of it. If and the same thing we said about Daredevil, we wouldn't mind seeing more Daredevil seasons. But season three is a good way to finish. Yeah. Mm. It, it brings it full circle again. And I think Stranger Things doesn't bring a full circle necessarily, but it gives us a satisfying ending. There's, drum, there's dramatic high points. There's death. There's loss. There's a lot of ups and downs emotionally. The world expands a little bit. We see spoilers for anybody. But there's we actually see a manifestation of of the uh, the creature coming from the upside down yeah, into yeah. the real world and see the effects. But the only thing that, like you said, that, keeps us from um, believing that it is the end is a teaser, but also the fact that we realize people in different country are trying to access the same upside right, down right, as right. well. And, and they do that as well, too, to make sure they can have more time or more room to make different seasons. They see those things from beginning, just even from like, oh, Russia's trying to open up their own portal to the upside down and yeah. stuff like that. It's like, okay, well, 
this well wasn't wasn't the wasn't this russia coming over yeah like this was russia it was just like they tried to do it there and like we need to go back to the origin like yeah yeah yeah, which was and then like you know i like the whole mall twist and like yeah you know it was just like a front i actually like i didn't see it coming like in the sense of like that elevator and all that stuff you're like oh no i'm not gonna (laughs) lie to you looking up from season one to season three season three seemed a lot more wonkier Yes. Than season one. But I loved how... But, but I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that's even a bad thing, but in terms of tonal consistency, yeah. it's not there. No. Season it, one is his own beast. Well, and it's so like hometown, suburb yeah, of like right. this rural area. It's so like... It's such in a nutshell yeah, of like right. a story and, and everything, right? So And, and it's, it's very quietly paced, season one. Season three, it's loud, it's explosive, it's... It's bigger, it's broader in every sense of the word. Well, more cats, it. more story. It's, it's Rambo. It's Rambo First Blood versus Rambo Three. You know that that's 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 the analogy. Yes, yes. Rambo First Blood, and then you watch Rambo Three. It, and but Rambo Three. No, actually, no. I'll say with Rocky. It's Rocky One versus Rocky. Rocky Three. Rocky Three. Who's he? I say Rocky. No, actually, Rocky Four. Who, when he, he faces when he faces uh, what's it called, uh, Drago. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's Rocky 1. Man, it's a film, you know, it's all like, oh, I believe I have something in the tank and he, and he fights and he kind of loses and, and he's like, oh, if he feels a sense of self-worth. And then in Rocky 4, yo, he changes the heart of a nation by facing Drago in the ring. That is the comparison between I, I don't, season 1 and season 3. I'm going to go back to your Rambo comparison at the time. No, but... <laughs> I think it worked a little bit more. <laughs> no, Rock, but no, but I think Rocky works better because I would say Rocky One and Rocky Four are both great movies, but great in different ways. That's what I think about season one of Stranger Things and season three. They're both great seasons, but they're great in different ways. Season three is way more outlandish, but actually, I think they just like they they settled into just like how. Like just outlandish kind of, it is. Out, yeah, the outlandishness well, of the eighties and I stuff think, like that. I, I mean, I hate to bring this up as a reason, but it's like, how much is it a budget thing? Yeah, like true. you know, you've got a pi- pilot sort of like right. you know, you know, low sc- and it was great. Yeah, and then now you're like, well, everybody loves this, right? And so now you have the budget to blow more things up, and like, you, <laughs> you know what? You know what it is? It's a, it's well a good lesson in how to work within your budget. Honestly, because you look at it, they did whatever the budget was for a season. Like you said, they did a wonderful job with it. Yeah. Season two, reasonably good job with it. Season three, I get a very good job with what they had. I like yeah. even even the idea of the fact that uh, it's, it's the 80s, so they're fearful of the Russian invasion. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. And, and the small towns being impacted by... The uh, big mall, the big, big box mall. mall. Exactly. Yeah, 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 so the yeah. dual the dual kind of invasion happening. Oh, our town is shifting and changing because there's big mega malls in town offering bigger and better stuff and the local town is dying and, and what have you. Local town businesses whether are dying or what have you. So it's 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 interesting contrast between those two, seeing the 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 fear of a Russian invasion, the fear of corporate invasion, um, and at the same time a fear of like kind of a supernatural invasion or interdimensional invasion as well. Um, coming to the same town, it makes you think, why not just move? <laughs> <laughs> like, Which so, ends up happening. Yes, yeah. but I mean, after what her boyfriend dies, her other boyfriend dies, and her child. Like yeah. at some point, when on a ride, I need to just say, you know what, I need to, I need to go. Yeah. It's not but, a good place like, to like the point back to like even um like the third season being a good end. You know, just even the beginning, like it being about like 
these four friends together and they add like another friend and just their lives change. Like one of the themes, even in the third season is that they're changing and getting older. You know, what like big change yes. affects like, yeah. a group of friends is, is actually one moving away. Like that core group being kind of separated. But you know? also because of the relationship uh, developing as well. And you see a bit of it in season two. Yeah. Uh, and let me take back actually a statement I made because I'm remembering more of season two now. I forgot the fact that I loved um, uh, the two characters, uh, Dustin and um, uh, the dude with the hair. Oh, um, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember his name, but he had the big hair. He was Nancy's boyfriend in the first season. And oh, Steve. and, and uh, Steve. Thanks, Steve, Steve the hair. Yeah. yeah. I loved their relationship in season two, actually. Yeah. That was adorable and that was great. And actually, Lucas was good. I uh, yes, Lucas I did enjoy in season two as well. Mm. Was, he didn't do much season three, but season two I did like Lucas a lot. I'm just so his sister more. became more. Who's his, oh, his sister, Lucas, Lucas sister, yeah, yeah, annoying, but I love her. It was she was entertaining. <laughs> She's very entertaining. Like, it was a character I love to hate. Yeah, exactly, yes, exactly, exactly. So I will give season two for that. Lucas developed a little bit more. Uh, I love seeing Dustin and Steve's um, budding relationship. I thought that was beautiful to see yeah and the fact that you know max and lucas were uh, developing a relationship as well that plays out in season three so to going back to your point in terms of a core group maturing and growing up well l l and um mike mike are dating max and lucas is dating dustin finally found a girlfriend that no one really believes he has until near the end yeah yeah, i love that 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 was such a good such a good like sequence yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the funny thing about that is this i like and don't like that yeah when when he when we finally uh, see his girlfriend, right, right, and emergency is happening, and he needs her to answer some kind of question for them to open some kind of safe, whatever. I like the fact that they were talking and they started singing the the theme song to Neverending Story, which is a wonderful movie, by the way. Yes, and that was fun to see the reactions of everybody who were listening yeah, to yeah. the conversation, but I also felt like. This this was just kind of thrown in there. It was over the top. A little bit over the top. And I don't mind yeah. over the top stuff if the whole thing is over the top. But yeah. it seemed like mm, it's kind of thrown in there for just for Well, it seemed like laps. the girl was like over being over the top. Like it was exce- her like forcing him to do it was like I it was peculiar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it was but peculiar. at the same time, it was entertaining. It, it was. It was. was. I captured oh. it. I, yeah, that, that that broke the internet. You know, like for, yeah, yeah. for a little bit, like everybody listening to that song. Like I remember listening. It's a dope to it, like, song, though. Yeah, it's it's great. It's a, it's a dope movie. We great should, duet. They killed it. They did kill it. Killed but it. even at the end, when Max and Lucas sang it yeah. too. <laughs> but so you were talking about Steve. Yeah, I loved him in season three, though. Oh yeah. You know what? At the beginning of season three, I didn't think they were going to do much with him. But yeah. from the middle to the end, yeah, yeah, he he was able to be consistent and relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually, funny enough, compared to um, Will's brother, he actually <laughs> was able to maintain his relevance. Because honestly, I don't remember Will's brother. I don't remember Will's brother's name. He's that irrelevant <laughs> yeah. in Thursday Jonathan. Jonathan? Jonathan, yes. Is it? Yes, yes. yes. That's Jonathan. his name? Yeah, yeah. Jonathan. Jonathan. Oh, snap. Okay. All right, sir. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but yeah, Steve, uh, yeah, Steve and a new character. I can't remember her name right now that he was working with in the ice cream shop as well. Oh, um, oh, man, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but her, she was fun. And uh, Maya, them, I mean, Robin, no, that's her actual Robin. name. <laughs> them playing off Robin. one another as well was was entertaining. I liked that a lot. Like, there's a lot of character stuff in there. Story wise, was 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 okay. Yeah. But it's those character moments and those personalities that come out that I find really entertaining that captivates me throughout the whole 
whole series. And I think they do a good job of balancing like like plot and kind of character development just in general with the story. It's well, it and considering how many characters there are. Yeah, that's the only thing I'd say is kind of a negative to the season because when they start getting closer to the end of like the season, I was like, man, that's a ton of characters. I think they need to kill a couple of them off and just get rid of a couple of them. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> well, and I mean, that's where, you know, season one and season two, like surprisingly, I would still say there was a lot of characters. Right. And they did a good, good job, job right, of, of actually, you're not like, was that guy always there? Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. That's, that's an interesting thing. Although I kind of had that feeling with Lucas. Yeah, for, Lucas. Like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think we have that uh, crowd that big. Someone's going to get pushed to the fringe a little bit. And so and, even. And that's okay. It, it the, But no, in, in season. Not. Well, in season was, three, they elevated him, right? Being like the guy with the girlfriend and yeah. like all that. Like, yeah. you know, they, they actually brought his character. Anything they didn't do with him in one and two, I felt like they kind of brought it back in season three. They, they, I would say this. In terms of the actual plot of the story, they didn't use him that much. But in terms of character development, he developed more. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there, he's still going forward. Yeah. It's right. not like. <laughs> Jonathan is it? Jonathan, yeah. who who this kind of he, he's the he, same character from season one. Exactly, he's the sidekick to Nancy. Yeah, right? right. And so, and which is, I mean, I'm okay with that. <laughs> you know, if that's his role in the movie, just to be the sidekick. Sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the point is, though, he's not. It's like all the Bumblebee movies, the boyfriend or the girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So overall, I think, yeah, you're right. The bads, all the characters pretty pretty well everyone has a purpose for for the most part right. in they it fit into the larger like kind of the larger themes that are going on within the uh, within the, the show and stuff like that so what do you guys think about um their direction in in um taking away l's powers halfway through the season i i thought it was an, a very interesting twist like i did not see it coming okay um and and it added another level to like Okay, there's a new problem to solve. Right. Yeah. Right. It wasn't just like Elle's gonna save the day. Right. Like right. you know, season two was her really more than like really coming into the her own of honing the that power and like you know utilizing it mm-hmm. and and you know being the savior yeah. and then not being able to be the savior without complexity. Mm-hmm. You know, is what I thought made season three really good mm-hmm. because otherwise you're like I know what's gonna happen. I was yeah. going to save the day. Yeah, exactly. Because right, right, right. she did it last two seasons. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I think. I, but I think, um, like that. That's a good. That's a good twist. But I think they managed the plot of the story well enough that, like the core, like teams of people working on different. Like one worked on the Russian stuff. One worked on just the kind of the the secret agents or the Russians finding out the Russians coming in stuff yeah. like that. Um, I think. Them separating that cast of characters out into you know, their made, parties or yeah, teams. Into, yeah, into their parties or teams made like the story just work a little bit better. It, it, was, just... it was a smart thing for them to do. It was kind of obvious, but a smart thing for them to do story wise to keep everybody kind of relevant and involved. Right. Mm-hmm. So I didn't I didn't mind that at all. Like the body snatcher storyline, like, okay, what's happening with all these people that are being yeah. changed yeah. over, right? Disappearing. Yeah. And then the mall storyline. Yeah. Like I, I think it worked well. I like the fact that it's it's a mystery. It still mm-hmm. maintains right. to be a mystery. Season two, not so much, but season three mm-hmm. goes yeah. back to season one as being a mystery again. What's going on over here? What's going on over here? What's going on over here? And how does it all tie together? Tie together and... exactly. Right. And so that I think worked very well. I like to see that the progression of okay, when will these characters finally meet up 
and get that re- re- uh, revelation to say, oh, it's to the upside down again. Uh, right. And <laughs> Russians. <laughs> right, right. Who are kind of causing the problem in our small town and stuff. Um, another question. Is there a, um, uh, what's the word? But is there a, a standout scene or standout episode for you guys? Mm. I have mine. I think what I remember the most is like in season one with the house kind of like flipping back and forth almost between oh. upside down. I was talking about season three, but no, but, go, but continue, continue. That, yeah, that yeah. episode, like that's, that series of events was like yeah, the one, like it's just like ingrained in my brain yeah, that was of actually, like, that was like of what strange, what, impa- you know, it well, epitomizes the whole series, right? That right. like, cause it, it's the upside down world. It's the battle of the whole like demonic or, yeah, evil. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, to me that's, but yeah. I know that's not really the question you asked, but no, no, but it's good yeah. though. That is like I would say even like um, monumental or even like like it, it, like you said, it identifies the series, right? The comparison between you know the dark side and the light side or evil, good or whatever the case may be. That's actually one of the things that stood out to me. Not that you mentioned it, so <laughs> to me yeah. from the first season, for the for the third season, for me, I I, I like the the Max and her brother. Mm. Yes. When he finally, when he died at the end, when he was uh, taken over near the beginning of the series, and he's struggling, and I'm thinking, okay, just, you know, when they're gonna exercise the demons out of this guy, and it happens, but the cost of his own life. I was like, oh, it actually was an emotional moment. It actually like, oh snap, it's heavy. Well, well the, I felt it. Yeah. Well, the standout for me was as uh, when they initially discover that, um, like. I guess whatever parasite from the the upside down is inside of uh, Max's brother. Okay. Yeah, like that, like in like the, the putting him in the steam room and stuff like that. That whole sequence oh. was like that was a great, great, great sequence. Max's performance in well, that because she was struggling. Yeah, right. because I was gonna say exactly what you were saying. Like the Max and her brother, like that that character, you know, family dynamic yeah. that played through the whole se- the series uh, season. Yeah. Right, I thought that that actually was a good unexpected aspect of the you know like if you think to the other seasons, mm-hmm. you don't really have that kind of family on one side dynamic. Yeah, the complexity between right. her and her brother because I, mean, I think they're step siblings well, or whatever. Yeah, I was even thinking like contrast that with Will kind of having that you mm, know true role, but he wasn't really um, you know in opposition to his friends. Yeah, it, like whereas in this case, like. She is fighting her brother, right? Yeah, right you know, right. especially the scene you referenced, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, because yeah. in season two there was like kind of a, a I think intellectual battle, or emotional battle, whatever between the two brothers, and here is actual physical battle between the two, and then her just being strained because it's someone she doesn't get along with, right? But she, she still cares, cares for him, right. yeah, yeah, she yeah. Still cares for Billy, right? right? No, like I, she thinks he's an idiot, yeah, but yeah. she loves him, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we also <laughs> get into um, Billy's like background why he is the way he is yes which right. is a nice little send-off i i would have liked to see seeds of that earlier now earlier yeah. on personally but it didn't throw me for a loop it didn't throw me out of the other series well, necessarily. I, I think that they do a good job with like characters that like characters you kind of love to hate and kind of not maybe redeeming them because like billy's one of them like billy is like he's a total jerk in like like season two and season three well season three is more redeemable season yeah. two is a total jerk but i loved his character in gen- like mm-hmm. overall, yeah, and then Steve is that that person who was a jerk that they redeem and continue to redeem. Because another sequence I liked in season three was when they first discover like the elevator to go into like the Russian base, and 
you see the story kind of flip. Yeah. It kind of turns like, oh, this is a lot larger than just, oh, just figuring out like, oh, codes coming from the radio. That's the thing. Things yeah. are getting bigger. bigger. Big yeah. mall. You know, this, the, the, the pieces the of the story are coming together. Yeah. Exactly. So let's let's go. I, let's kind of take a, a branch from what Joe was saying. His his standoff scene over overall in all three seasons was the first season, the flipping of the house back and forth. Right. Overall, then for all three seasons, what's your standout character moment, scene, episode? Hmm. Standout scene. I think the first thing that comes to mind is when Elle kind of you know goes into like kind of like her quiet place and is like kind of walking in that dark space like oh, okay. on the water like any of those scenes i find are super effective they just work really well they're creepy you know dreamlike nightmare-like sequences and stuff like that i i find those all are are great i won't be able to pinpoint one to be honest with you um uh bob getting eaten was pretty entertaining um <laughs> uh um the the sheriff at the end getting blown up allegedly uh it's entertaining. Um, oh, you know what? Season two. Was it season two? Yeah, season two at the end, the final battle, when L closes the, the, the doorway. Yeah. That was actually, this visually, epic. That's yeah, to see yeah. visually. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. That stands out a lot, actually. And the sheriff is there with his shotgun trying to shoot off demons or whatever. Right. That was cool. Actually, there's a, I don't know. There's a few moments in there that, like, throughout the whole three seasons that stand out as entertaining or just interesting or good character development for me, personally, overall. Right. Yeah, there's a few there's a few things in there uh, well i mean i already answered mine but yeah. i didn't answer the other question i think what i really liked was just the start of season two or season three where you know they have the rats thing and you're yeah. like what is oh, going yeah. on yes, yes right like yes. this is so weird yes and then like you know uh when billy and, and then it kind of culminates with billy you know getting yeah whatever taken over yeah um, yeah, yeah and then kind of figuring out like you know that whole like Oh, this is a new twit. Like it's yes. entered the you know it's pierced the veil or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. entering this dimension. Um, and so I just thought that you know that part to me was like, okay, I'm on a different journey now, mm, right? right? Like right. that's what I, I and I love that they did it right from the beginning, right? Like just yeah. brought you okay. Here's you know showing you okay. Here's the villain, but you know what does this all mean and how you know why or how and like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know you're still like there's still so much mystery, mm-hmm. but you've got this like new twist with some evidence of like okay i know what's going on sort yeah. of yeah, 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 yeah. actually no, that's definitely. a good point those rats were creepy yeah and, and the old the, lady popping the old lady was creepy when she was eating them or <laughs> yeah. whatever she was like oh that was yeah so well weird. i think at the point where a whole bunch of talent people got got uh, infected by the demon or whatever and they all melted yeah and became some gooey monster that was kind of sick that was cool i was kind of cool i like that as yeah, well yeah yeah, the graphics were were well done. Yeah, yeah. the visuals were very good. It would yeah. be funny to see some of the green screens, like to go <laughs> along with it, right? Because like, yeah, you know, you see some of the stuff like other other films where they're like, oh yeah, they would have been not seeing anything exactly. and pretending right, 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 they have to. Right, right. It's all like you you forget how good the acting has to be when right. there's so much visual effect. To really have to sell it. Yeah, actually, going to your point in terms of how this series began, I actually like that. It starts off beginning your like um. Uh, was it Dawn the Dawn the Dead? Yeah, Dawn the Dead, Zack Snyder version. Within 15 minutes, you see a zombie, and it's eating somebody. Like it starts right away. We get into right. the story right away. I don't want to wait an hour before I realize what's happening. Mm-hmm. Nor do I want everything at the beginning either, mind you. But just starting a way that, okay, here's the mystery, and then it builds on that mystery, 
and then you see, like you said, you see the clues coming in, right, right, and then it call it, it ends with oh snap, and they had to go back to the beginning again because you want to rewatch and see how everything works together again. I think that's kind of a hallmark of a good good writing for the most part is yeah. that it keeps you interested, it makes you want to go back to the beginning and rewatch it. I actually wouldn't mind rewatching season three again. Oh yeah, no, I think parts of season two, and I just finished season three. So yeah, well, I, season three is a good is a good just good ride overall. Like it, it has a good feel like to go through all the episodes. There's yeah. maybe one like like I know um uh Joel, you liked um when um Elle lost her powers and stuff like that. That felt like it slowed down things for me a little bit. Oh, part like, of me hated it. Yeah, I was like, like at the time. Yeah, I was yeah. like, why why now? Like yeah. like that that was like my thinking as I was going through it. And I was like, Yeah, because I don't think they I don't think they gave it enough time to work its way out throughout the whole series. I think it was just maybe like an episode or two. She didn't have her powers. Yeah, it was like right near the end. It's right near the end. Or or she it started becoming like intermittent. Like it I was like yeah, 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 yeah. There was like some I nuance. The last and she was struggling episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But think- it potentially sets up season four. Right. Okay. Expectation for season four. Anybody? I I think what we've just said. Like it's. I think it's going to be centered around L's powers and and like. Right. Her getting them back, I you know, if I was like super level of prediction, it's like her getting her back, getting them back, and then becoming the savior at you, the end. You think, but she's going to get it back by going back to the people who created her in the first place? Uh, I, no, I wouldn't. I would say that'd be. I don't know. I I wouldn't expect that. Okay. Um, I just think like just the fact that she does either she comes back the season either starts with her having her powers and like. It was all resolved, which I'm, I think is unlikely. Yeah, it's going to start with her not having her powers, okay. right? So that's going to be whether that's like the whole story or like you know an underlying you know narrative. Mm. Um, you know, are they going to come up with some new level of you know something other than the Russians trying to dr- another you know another country's trying right, to drill right, through right. this portal? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I would like to see a a new twist to that kind of like you know villain. They're bringing South Korea. Yeah, no, why not North? North, Korea. North, Korea, North Korea. <laughs> Sorry, North Korea. Wrong Korea. Yeah, I was going to say. a good one to go to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any predictions for it? I don't have really any predictions. Are you looking forward to season four? If it comes, I'll see what they come up with. I don't I don't even know. Looking forward to season four? I mean, I wasn't even expecting a season four. Like, you know, I wasn't even expecting a season three. Okay. Yeah. So um, I'm just hoping it doesn't suck. Yeah. <laughs> right because like see the first three you know are are good yeah right, right like we've right. said two was a bit you know not as good as the first three was a, a different level but it was good yeah yeah um i think there's going to be so much pressure on on season four that oh. they ha- that's why i said like yeah. they almost have to do something different i, I think they're going to do a lot more international kind of intrigue to it because like just the whole like how it ended with how it ended in russia in in russia and stuff like that and um yeah, I think they're just going to be a lot more international intrigue. I think a lot more creatures from the upside down. You know um, what? Will be there, and I don't know if they're going to introduce somebody else. Like it'll be like the um, army of elves. Yeah, army of elves. <laughs> they introduce like kind of like um, like a Belmont, like in uh, what's it called, like Resident Evil or something like that. <laughs> it's just like oh, like a he's a upside down hunter. You know, like yeah. like a vampire hunter, but just I know blade. psychic people. Yeah, like a blade. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so two things. First, I'm gonna backtrack a lot. A standout scene was seeing Barb in the Upside Down, 
that de- is yeah, yeah, decaying, yes. and it was right, also pretty yes. sad. Um, but uh, in regards to predictions, I don't really have any. To be honest with you, I don't have a clue what they're gonna do. Really, um, I have suggestions what they should do, uh, but um, if they don't come up with a season four, I'll be okay. If they do even just like two hour movie and kind of resolve people's characters and whatnot, that's not even a bad idea. That'd yeah. be okay as well. Like, I don't think I, don't I need know a... how much more resolve. Like, I and think tr- finally, end of season well, the four, whole teaser, kind of yeah, the, te- the teaser part, yeah. and just seeing and just seeing where everybody is. Well, I guess a year, two years, wherever is at yeah, the time. Yeah. And like giving you a day, you mall. The, the reality is, too, these kids are getting older. Like yeah. their voices are changing. Oh, they're running out of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, they yeah. can. <laughs> well, like you even look at pictures of like like Lucas, for example, is the one I was like, oh my goodness, he's a man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> exactly, right? So you know, he, the rest of them, like when I, I like you Google the cast, right? You know, images pop up for everybody. You're like, oh, okay, he looks like him, and then you're like Lucas. You're like. Like, yeah. Literally, you're like it's it's it, they're not yeah, gonna stay grown. kids for much longer. Yeah. So if they're gonna do season four, I'll say you know what, do ten episodes, tell a good story, resolve it in a nice way. If you want to do a movie that takes place a decade after, in the nineties, and yeah, in the nineties or what are you gonna be doing wearing I don't baggy know. jeans, Man, big sweatshirts, jeans and sweatshirts, listening to Nirvana? I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, that'd be, actually, that would be kind of cool. Yes, yes. Season four takes place in the nineties, and their Ugh. grunge has taken over the group. Yo, that'd be amazing. I'd I'd, I'd watch that. Okay, well, I hope actually- you're lying. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so uh, as we kind of wrap up here I want to get some final cycle. I was just going to say they, they may actually come back like because the way we've been talking that scene that you criticized in season one or season two oh yeah may actually come to like be relevant I'm hoping otherwise <laughs> With the whole like you know we joked about the, the you know army of elves right but, right right but essentially the army of like or her going back to those people who created yeah. her and creating more of them one. or like getting right. more of them or whatnot. Right? And with so her mother and what's up with her mother? Is her mother missing or something right now? No. Oh, she's an institution right now. She's, I don't know. I well, there's still yeah. issues with her mother to resolve, the other L's to resolve, um Russia to resolve. Trinity. I don't need that many episodes, man. Like I've I've gone to a place in where I want my seasons to be less than twelve and for good writing and for seasons to be no more than four or five, yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not a kid anymore. I can't spend time watching all these shows. I need <laughs> contain. Like I side. This is sidetrack. I'm a fan of Angel, the yeah. Buffy, and yeah. so I rewatched Angel a few years ago. It's 24 episodes, about an hour each episode. I ran through that in like a month. I liked it. It was fun. Great series. Great storytelling, but. When it comes to new series coming out, I don't have can't the time play, and energy. Especially if it's not good. If it's good, I'm with you. But if you're going up and down, if you're not that great, forget it. I don't want to do Iron Fist again. I'm just I'm not in that mood. Yeah, I, I, Iron Fist. I, I'm not expect Like, to be honest, the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, oh, man, season four is going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's gonna suck, but I think. But I guess that's my fear. Temper, like, temper your expectations. Like I, I try not to see things with high expectations. Yeah. I try to come in. All right. Like you might not come in saying no, it's gonna suck, and then be surprised. Like yeah. oh, this yeah. actually wasn't trash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's just a lot of it. I think has been resolved. So I think they're gonna have to make a lot more decisions to in where they're going to go with the story. I think they need to make the decision to end the series. That's yeah. all I want them to do. Right. End it. I yeah. don't want to see season six, Stranger Things. I want to see season four. Done. Done. That's it. I'll yeah. take 10 episodes to do, tell just your t- story. Just take your victory lap. Yeah. Season four is just a victory lap. 
Greatest do hits. it well. It's a great yeah. success story. Uh, do you think, as you end off here, season three, is there a, 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 a theme, a consistent theme that kind of ties the series together, do you think? Or an ideology of some sort that's... Because that... I think you do see, like, a little bit of just, like, um, like about growth and change. Because, like, even with, like, the four, the main four friends, you know, you're seeing that they're developing, they're having girlfriends, stuff like that, and Will is struggling with everyone's changing and he's he's, not. Being, he's not he's being kind of left behind type of thing and his struggle to come to terms with people growing they up they don't want to play dungeons and dragons, dragons anymore yeah <laughs> you know everyone I've, I've had that time as well too i had my pokemon cards and no one want to play pokemon with me anymore and then i was done same thing with marbles yeah marbles <laughs> remember with pogs i remember i was the last one on the playground I didn't play with pogs, pogs. I got a lot of those. I just want to play Storage. tag again and hide and go seek. No one wants to play with me anymore. You're the last one playing hide and seek. Maybe, maybe one day my pods hiding. will be worth something. Yeah. That's true. Hey, it might be. I, I would say, yes, growth and maturity is one of them, but also, um, I'm not going to phrase this right, but pretty much a larger world. Mm. And so you see at the end, uh, Winona Ryder's character and her family moving out of the town. You see a mall coming in town yeah the first time we mentioned another country is russia so seeing that the world is bigger than just the four of us right uh, and just just our street and our activities is actually a larger world out there an upside down world even Mm -hmm. i think is something that kind of um explored more in this season than they did previously right Uh, so i kind of like the idea that you know they're struggling with mature issues mature genes relationships growing um just just growing, maturing in a changing world. The world's changing constantly. Yeah. So it's funny because like I totally just took it as like, you know, the four, think of the four guys and like, you know, grow, you know, growing through puberty and getting to like, it's like the high school era, right? Yeah. And like just getting to the point of like, oh, you're growing up and realizing there's so, to kind of your points, right? Same thing. It's like getting beyond, you know, what you're, what's right in front of you. Whereas like as a kid, it's just so like, hang out with this guy every yeah, day yeah, and like right. no concept of the bigger world exactly i i thought of this kind of sort of parallel movie it's not at all gonna make sense but like super bad okay yeah. just in that idea i mean it's epitomized right. in like a weekend right, right. But, yeah, yeah. but or whatever the time frame was i think it was like a weekend yeah that but it's the same concept of like you know you've got this group of friends that just like starts to grasp that things are so much bigger and and beyond Right, um, you know, Sorry, and and they're going sad. through a whole bunch of, I mean, more so in, in Stranger Things, they're going through experiences that grow them and stretch them, and you know, mm. bring them into manhood or adulthood. Yeah, that's true. No, for sure. that's true. That's deep, it's deep. Joel, I'm glad you're here. Yes. Thanks for having me, Joel Jeezy. <laughs> Check out uh, Six Sense Report. It's Six Sense Report, Twitter, Facebook. Um, subscribe. Hit us up on uh, iTunes. You can email us if you like what we have. Six Sense at Gmail dot com. Nice. And, uh, yeah. And share. Share their episodes with friends and family and uh, strangers and enemies. <laughs> yeah. We love the hate mail. If do, you, do you guys get hate mail? No. Oh. <laughs> but I'll take it. I'm, no. looking for, I'm looking forward for some hate mail. I want someone to disagree with me online so I can just go off on them. Oh, um, that just happens on my Facebook, not on... Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> no, I've seen those. Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole other animal. So that's it for our episode for today. Thank you for joining us. Um, you can catch us at... 
on, on Twitter. Twitter at at after underscore watch, or you can email us at the afterwatch at pm.me. You can listen to us on all your podcast purveyors, Castbox. Uh, I don't know. We're all uh, over the place. We're all over the place. You can find us anywhere. And shout out to our friends in the in the in the Ukraine. Well, and Algeria. We need to remember our boys out there in Algeria. No, one, one, one guy in Algeria. I know we have one listener there. Algeria, yeah. Okay, but shout out to you, man. Dude, that's called VPN. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we out. All right, later. Autobots transform and roll out. 